Welcome to law number 12, the law of gender. Now, this one I like. I actually like all of them. This one's an interesting one. There isn't so much a thing that you can do with it. Like the law of gender is, if, if you're familiar with the yin and yin yang, like picture it. All right, there's a bit of black, a bit of white, and a bit of black and the white, a bit of white and the black. Hot. The law of gender is about self-mastery. It's about just knowing that there's polar opposites to you, how you behave, and life. And without these polar opposites, it's like this homogenization. Like a, without having contrast, I could actually call this the law of contrast. Without contrast, without difference, like everything's just the same, like a grey, murky mass. Like if, if, I don't know if you've ever mixed black and white together, like it's just this grey, grey. And like, I don't know how familiar you are with um, memes, memes on the, um, on the interwebs, but there's a meme about NPCs and an NPC, NPC, N, N for Nelly, P for peanut butter and N for nuts. N, P, See, <laughs> wait, hold a minute. I didn't even spell that right. N for nuts, P for peanut butter, and C for coconut. What's it with all the nuts today? So, the law of gender, yin yang, in the context of of this, is that with the NPC, NPC is a character in like games. Like um, in a non-player character. That's what it stands for. And it's someone that doesn't really have their own point of view. It's someone that runs on a script. Someone or a being or a, uh, like a character in a, in, a, in a game that doesn't have any ability. It's not a, not a player. Like they're a non-player character. So the assumption is that like you, the, you being the player in the game, can have free reign. You do whatever you want. You know, you talk to this person, you talk to that person. Like, there's no specific pathway or predictable pathway of how you behave. So, in the context of the law of gender, like an NPC, if you mixed, if there was no law of gender, if there was no law of contrast, like everything, everyone would, everyone would just be doing the same thing. There'd be no, oh, no spark of creativity. There would be no, no. Oh, tension! Like, what? I, I'm rubbing my fists together here, my knuckles together. You can't see that because it's a podcast. In that law of gender, like the law of contrast, the law of um, difference, like there's there's a space for creation. I did my permaculture design certificate a few years ago, and I was taught in that, like wherever there's a a boundary, like where the ocean meets the water. Well, sorry, where the sand, the beach meets the water, where like a grass meets a tree, where there's something, where there's a fence line, where there's a boundary, there's room for creation there. It's like even when I was writing this down, like I've got a giant piece of paper and a pencil. So if it was, the paper's white and the pencil's pencil, carbon, grey. And without that, if the, if the paper was the same colour as the pen or the pencil, you wouldn't see anything. And vice versa, it's just like there needs to be a difference. There needs to be an opposite. There needs to be 
um, like a uh, yeah, like a gender. There needs to be a yin and a yang. Now, um, universal law number ten is about the law of polarity, and the law of gender is part of this too. Where like in order to have the the differences that there's a space for creation. And so it's an importance of the difference. And this is about the importance of the individual. And for me, like I'm all about the individual. I'm all about you, who you are, the, the individual component of what you contribute to the whole, how you contribute to your tribe, how you contribute to your family, how you contribute to everything that you do, like your presence and your essence. Nobody else can do that. You are incredibly unique. And the way I see like throughout school or or whatever homogenization industry that's out there wants to standardize you. And I understand the need for standardization and metrics and all that kind of stuff. And when you homogenize people, when you don't allow for a law of gender or a law of contrast, you mute the ability to be creative. You know, you just you you limit the independent thought. Um, so in in battle, in creation, in whatever it is, without the independent thought, there is no there is no room for evolution. The law of gender creates evolution. And there's, there's a, an incubation period here. There's a gestation period. Um, and there's presence that's required here. And there's time. And there's determination. And then that just manifests. It manifests whatever creates is created from those two opposing forces coming together now where have i seen this play out where have i seen this play out i see this play out in relationships where if you don't if you just be with the tension in a relationship be with whatever's being the the agitation being with the agitation being okay with the agitation like something else is born from that when I have tried to interfere in relationships, interfere to make myself feel better. Um, it's it. I don't learn the lesson, so I, I I push for gestation. It's like I'm I'm pushing for a C-section of whatever it is to be born first. I want to induce the pregnancy of whatever's there because I'm afraid. You know, I'm impatient. So there's an importance of being patient here. So know that this law exists in the context of of creation. So there needs to be a man. There needs to be a woman. There needs to be some opposite. There needs to be a polarization. And I'll touch on this also in the law of polarity. But patience is required here. So being aware that that somebody that is different to you, or is different to me, know that I am different to you. When I see someone that's different to me, there can be a resistance that comes over me. Oh, they need to believe the same things that I need, that I believe. They're not safe if they don't believe the same things that I believe. And there can be some truth in that. And most of the time, most of the time, when I'm just with it, when I can just love them and have compassion for them, like their life experience is very different to mine. They've had different parents. 
They've had different education. They've not had the same socioeconomics, economic background that I have. They haven't had the same books in their bookshelf at home that I have. They haven't played the same games that I have. And they would probably wouldn't play the same games the same way that I would. They wouldn't have sex the same way that I would. They wouldn't kiss the same way that I would. They wouldn't do a whole bunch of things the same way that I would. But we wouldn't pick the same clothes. Who knows? And there's a beauty in that. There's a beauty of creation in that. And when I can see that in the other person, there's a peace that comes over me. And I can celebrate who they are. I can transmute um, seeing them as separate from me. Seeing them as someone that's, oh, I'm black and they're white, or I'm white and they're black, and there's a difference there. and the, Whatever the agitation is that comes over me, when I can just be present to that. Like something else is born, like a third thing. <laughs> and I speak to this in, with, um, with my clients and, and around when, you, when, you, when you're with someone, uh, there's a third, you create a third energy that is the relationship. And you allow this pool, this cauldron, this alchemic mixture in the relationship. You, you're, you're birthing something that's new. And that might manifest as a physical child. And I'm talking about heterosexual relationships here. Um, you know, you manifest as a child. And or it could be some creative endeavor. I think it's really important for couples to have something that they create together. And spend time together to create. Whether it's a garden. Whether it's a book. Whether it's a, <laughs> a, a library to put outside the front of your house to get rid of your, or share your books with the community. Um, or whatever it is, cook together. Whatever it is, watching how the other person, your lover, your whatever it is, um, creates. And just be okay, nurture their opposite. Acknowledge that there could be a threat perception in you when someone does something opposite to you, that they might not love you. Maybe you were judged in the past about being different. Embrace the difference. Embrace the yin-yang. Embrace the law of gender, the law of contrast. Embrace that there's a, in that opposite of you, there's room for creation. And that is the nature of reality. That is the nature of the universe. Wherever there's this opposite, wherever there's this, uh, this polarity um, it eventually hits a critical mass and it creates something new a supernova black hole it's inescapable that's why it's a law and there's not much you can do about it other than just be patient and then you will know the right time to respond or act or initiate or be invited or sample and reflect. <laughs> ah, left brain, right brain, there is a reason. And in that, the law of gender. Know it exists. Be okay with opposites. Be aware of opposites. Sit with attention. And know when you need to create. And 
be aware of the patience that's required for this gestation period, for the creation to move from imagination into action. And with that, much love. Again, don't binge these. Take a break. Sit with it. Have a tea or a coffee and just be with it. Be with it. Do not move on to the next podcast. Just be with it. Be present. And again, if you're binging podcasts, this is part of boredom. And there's something else to look at there. And I can help you with that. Like, share, subscribe. <laughs> Much love, peoples. Until the next one. Bye.